What is up, guys? Welcome to episode 46 of the Vitality Unleashed Podcasts. We are your hosts, Coach Dylan and Coach Lauren. And today for this Mindset Monday, we're going to be discussing listening to your body versus just being lazy. Yes, almost to episode 50. That is crazy because we've only been doing this podcast for a few months now, so it's crazy that we already have 50 episodes, but this is just the beginning. And yeah, it's definitely a topic that needs to be talked about more because I think like a lot of people use it as an excuse, but also like a lot of people genuinely like might be a little bit confused. Like it's hard to sometimes find that, you know, boundary of when it's listening to your body, versus just using excuses and being lazy. Yeah, absolutely, 100%. Um, And I believe a lot of people do use this as justification for being lazier, for not taking action on things, just like intuitive eating that we've discussed before too. It's the same thing where it's like, oh, I'm listening to my body, I'm intuitive eating, so I'm going to overeat or I'm going to undereat. It's the same thing with listening to your body physically as well. Yeah, I know, especially for women, Coach Ava actually just made a post about this really recently, but it's very, very common that with your menstrual cycle, like a lot of people will pre-adjust their workouts like, oh, well, I know I'm gonna feel bad this day, so my workout needs to be less. But there's also the line of like, you know, where's that line of being lazy versus listening to your body and just trying to come up with excuses? Yeah, I literally just had a girl message me last night and she said, this is the strongest I've ever been, the best I've ever felt. And it was right before she was starting her cycle. She's like, usually I feel terrible. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly why you need to test it. She wasn't like, oh man, sorry. I'm about to be be on my cycle. I need to pull the weights back even though I feel fucking awesome. Yeah, because of course there's research, there's literature, there's science but there's also just like everybody's different and your body's not going to be the exact same on every single day every single month yeah bodybuilding of health fitness is ruled by anecdotal evidence it is not ruled by studies guys like studies are great studies are great to reference but real world experience actually experiencing things with your body experiencing things with different clients that is what really shows you what works and what doesn't yeah for sure well have you felt like you've ever struggled kind of like finding that line between listening to your body versus just being lazy and making excuses oh i mean for sure i would say definitely especially if you're in school or you have a nine to five desk job for me i was in school at the time definitely like when i was in like early high school days it'd be like oh man i went to school all day i sat on my ass all day and then i'm like oh i'm just so tired from the school day i can't go to the gym i can't exercise i can't move after all i did all day was sit and while maybe yeah you're like oh i had to wake up early i had classes and maybe your brain's a little bit exhausted you still need to have the common sense where it's like hey i do need to get my body moving Yeah, I feel like I've almost in the past, I wouldn't say I struggle too much anymore, but in the past, I feel like I've almost struggled with the opposite, like not listening to my body when it really, really, really needs a break and just keep going, keep going. I know we both like with our past training, we've always like, you know, balls to the walls every single day, trying to hit PRs every day. But it's also important to recognize that that's not the most optimal way to do it either, that it is important to, you know, let your body take a little bit of break and that's the thing uh, resting slash taking a little bit of break doesn't mean oh don't go to the gym at all don't do anything don't drink your water it means oh maybe take a deload week maybe lift 20% lighter this week 
Yeah, exactly. And that's where you need to figure out that line where what works for you. Now, some people maybe need to be like, hey, I just need to take a week off from the gym. If I go into the gym, I'm going to go balls to walls because I don't have that self-control. And that's when things like self-awareness come into play as well. And my cat knock over my camera. He always risks it. Oh, it's so close. Looks like he's Let's just stay out of there, buddy. Awesome, awesome. And essentially, guys, you have to remember... Oh, no, there it goes. (laughs) There it goes. He's taking it with him. <laughs> Thanks, buddy. Yep, camera is gone. Jesus Christ. But yeah, it's important to just find that line of it also comes with the all or nothing mindset, making sure that you can find sort of a balance between the two, between going, okay, well, I'm a little bit tired, so I can't drink my water, I can't hit my steps, I can't hit my macros, and I can't go to the gym because I'm a little bit tired. But realistically, that is where it comes into play, that yes, you're definitely just making excuses. Whereas maybe, oh, I'm feeling really, really fatigued this week, I should talk to my coach, maybe we can implement a little bit of a training break, a little bit of a deload week. But guess what? You can still hit your macros. You can still hit your water. You can still go on walks. There's no excuse to go completely off the rails with everything. 100%. And like that is the nice thing where either gaining your own training knowledge and experience or having a coach is so useful because you can be like, hey, I'm fatigued. I'm sore. Like I'm not feeling my best. And then if you have the knowledge, you're like, oh yeah, I have been training really hard for eight weeks, 12 weeks. You're like, yeah, this would line up where maybe I need to take a deload and need to do these things. So having that knowledge also can be really reassuring that you are doing the right thing and you're not just being lazy. Yeah, and the thing is, like, if you do decide to take the week all off from everything, not only is it going to make you feel so mentally terrible, because let's be real, like, physical exercise is so correlated to your mental health and how you are feeling on a daily basis, especially when it is just part of your routine. When you go off of that, like, you're going to feel so mentally terrible, and getting back into the full swing of things is going to be so much harder. Yeah, absolutely, 100%, guys. And you have to remember also... If your body is not trained to be active, to be training regularly, then if you're listening to it, it's going to tell you to be a lazy piece of shit. Pardon my French. Like that's what it's going to do. If for 20 years of your life, all you've done is play Xbox and eat Cheetos, your body's not all of a sudden going to be like, oh yeah, we want to go exercise. No, you're going to be lazy. You're going to be lethargic because you don't have a good diet. You don't move around a lot. You're probably overweight. And yeah, you do need to force yourself to go to the gym, even though it doesn't feel feel like you want to or you're tired. That's why it's so nice. Like that's one of the biggest benefits of having a coach. Like I actually recently just hired a training coach to hold me accountable in this aspect because it can be hard sometimes. Like, you know, constantly just, oh, well, I'm not feeling this today, blah, blah, blah. But then like if you have someone telling you exactly what you need to do, this is how we're going to optimize it. I do find like it just really helps. It takes the question out of it. So you don't even have to make the decisions anymore because let's be real. Humans by nature are pretty fucking lazy and you're typically going to just even if it's subconsciously try to take the easy way out. Yeah, definitely. An easy way out is a huge thing for sure where it comes to people are going to be like, oh man, I'm a little stressed. I'm a little anxious. Whatever it may be, I can't work out today. Like everyone, guys, everyone gets fucking stressed. Everyone gets anxious. It's not a reason to just not go do something. Yeah, and physical movement is not the thing that should go. You know, that's the number one thing that's actually going to help you with the stress management. You know, get some endorphins going, help you actually feel better. Yes, exercise is shown to be more effective for curing depression, for helping with depression than antidepressants. Yeah, but a huge thing is like, 
your body's going to adapt to what you throw at it. So if you're just used to, you know, training four days a week, that's just, you know, your vibe training two, three, four days a week on the lower side, like your body's going to get a lot more fatigued a lot faster when you do try to increase things. Whereas fuck, I remember in high school, bro, like I was going to the gym three times a day. I was playing volleyball. I was going to school eight hours a day. I was working like I was just on go, go, go. It's realistically, it, it's not just because you're young. It's because you're just used to it and your body adapts to it. It's just you don't have a choice. Yeah, 100%. Exactly. You don't have a choice. From the time you're like eight years old, you're going to school and then you have practice after and then you probably have something after that and like you're always go, go, go. So that's something that our bodies are used to. And that's why I actually made a post just like two weeks ago, a week ago about parents lose perspective about, you know, how, you know, hard like kids got it when it comes to, they have a lot of shit they got to do. Like it really is stressful. Like they really do get anxious and it is exactly that because they are go, 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 go. And you got to think when you, when you graduate high school, you go to college, guess what? You get to sit on your ass other than when you're going to classes, probably. That's what you're doing. Yeah, it's crazy. Like, I actually have a few clients that are in high school, and they're so much busier than even, like, my clients that are in college or my clients that are just working full-time. Like, God, these comparable. girls are going to school. They're going to all these six extra extracurricular activities, playing sports, and, like, genuinely, like, a lot of the time they can't get into the gym because the only way they would be able to is sacrificing sleep. So I'm like, okay, that that's that hard line to draw. So some people like are really fucking busy. Yeah, some people also known as typically high schoolers, not a grown, most grown ass adults aren't. Like I remember being in high school and I was like, wait, you work 40 hours a week. So you're, you know, at work as much as I'm at school. And if you count my football practices, you're actually at work less. And you get paid for it. And then you can do whatever you want the rest of your day. You don't have homework. None of that. Exactly. It's really about a time management. Like if you work nine to five, a lot of people, you know, maybe will wake up at seven, maybe even eight, have a little bit of a breakfast, go to work where realistically, like you just wasted your whole morning and you could have, you know, by 9am we have our morning cardio session. We have our meal one and we go and we get our lift in. Like we actually technically like pretty much work nine to five now, like those are our main work hours because we just get everything else done before work. Yeah, and that's definitely the way to go uh, for nine to fivers out there who say they're busy. It's utilizing your morning. Yes. If you're not utilizing your morning, that is the biggest mistake you're making, 100%. Yeah, and of course it's important. Yes, you should be aiming for eight hours of sleep, but realistically, a lot of people will be just fine on six and a half, seven hours. Yeah, and this is also where listening to your body can be useful, where I know Lauren and I will gauge our fatigue, gauge how tired we are at certain times in the day, and then we've adjusted our training, like when we're going to the gym accordingly to try to make it easier because we first we were originally going to the gym in the evening after we were done with work but then we we're like we're tired like we worked all day and we we're like okay well let's try to go before we start working and it's so much better yeah i really like it this is actually like our first day on like this new routine because we were doing midday we've tried out so many different things we've done first thing in the morning 4 a.m we've done 11 a.m midday we've done at the end of the work day but we find that like just getting everything out of the way in the morning is so nice to just get you off on the right start. You know, especially if you are working nine to five, like we pretty much are going to the gym after that, like, you know, at the gym till seven, seven thirty. like it does just feel like you're just constantly on go, go, go mode. Don't have any time to just rest. So I definitely recommend trying to get it done in the morning. Even if you're not a morning person, 
I'm not a morning person. You just got to fucking do it sometimes. Yeah, wake up at like 5.30, go have like whatever, a banana, and go to the gym, finish your workout by 7, and then you get back, you still have plenty of time to eat breakfast, sit down, go to then go to work, and you guess what? You get back from work at 5.30, 6 p.m., whatever it may be, and you only need eight hours of sleep, seven hours of sleep, and you were waking up at 5.30, so that's just getting to bed by 10.30, yeah, exactly. And it's like, okay, you're not a morning person right now because you haven't been waking up in the morning. You haven't been training your body. Like, of course, your body's not going to like being thrown completely off your And teeth. I bet you drink caffeine immediately when you wake up. Yeah, it's going to take some time getting used to the new routine, but your body will adapt, I promise. Yeah, 100%, guys. And like I said, with that huge gap, think about it. You wake up at 530, you get everything done for physically that you need for the day, then you get all your work done, then you literally have... Like six to ten, four hours. Exactly. That's still so time nice. to do whatever you want. Like that's fucking awesome. Hundred percent. So just better time management. Of course, we know people have more than just work to do in the day too. We have kids, but prioritizing that's why you have four hours. Yes, prioritizing yourself is not the thing that should ever be thrown out the window. You know, that's that's something that's gonna yeah. help with everything else. Yeah, and you don't need to go to the gym every single day, guys. Like this is some. Because you can't make it to the gym four days a week, like you don't go to the gym at all, go the other three days. Like I don't know where this idea came from where you just need to be in the gym for three hours and work out six days a week. No, I have had clients who have lost 30 plus pounds going to the gym for an hour three times a week. Mm -hmm. That's it. Exactly. So it just, this ties in really well just to the all or nothing mindset. It's something that's got to go. It's something that's going to keep you stuck forever. You do not have to go every single day train super hard you just need to make it work for your schedule that you can stay consistent with yes guys so in summary listen to your body can be great when your body is trained properly but if you don't have any training experience if you haven't been living a healthy lifestyle it's probably not going to be the best approach and i would definitely work with a coach do some research so then you know if you're doing the right thing yep all right peace guys awesome guys peace